0: Welcome to When Nature Calls, a podcast all about nature with each episode featuring a topic from the true to the silly to the bizarre. In case you haven't heard, there is a pandemic around called COVID-19, and as we learn about it, civilization has implemented new rules to life and liberty and staying healthy. So while we are all sheltering in place to be safe and to the good times beyond, we wanted to reach out to get to know each other, and what better method today than with a call? So tune in to us to hear all about nature with each episode from the true to the silly to the bizarre. And please reach out to us to share any topics you would like us to talk about. So who we are and why we are doing this. I'm Renee, I'm the manager at Red Oak Nature Center, a facility of the Fox Valley Park District in Batavia, Illinois. And I started working at Red Oak about seven years ago. I left for a brief hiatus and came back to this job that I just love because I like to be able to connect nature to my community. And I think it is a real privilege. And with me is...
1: Hi everyone environmental education supervisor at Oak nature center and i have been with the park district for nearly 10 years now and i was asked to come up with my favorite animal and you know what that's a really big question because i don't have a favorite animal
0: okay okay wait a second you just you were given a small thing to just figure out one animal that you like best you don't have any that you like best
1: i do not have one perfectly favorite animal no i will say that i have a theme of animals that I like. Theme of animals. uh, Yes, the theme of animals. And the theme is is the unusual. And I don't mean like an extra leg growing off of it. I mean more of um, whale sharks.
0: Sharks are good. Sharks are a good start. Start. It's a fish. Yes.
1: And it's gigantic. Or um, Bigfoot. Uh, It's a mammal, but it's mysterious, and we don't see them very often. Um, Or even like seahorses like seriously seahorses
0: okay okay so you like the fact that the the dad does all the the care
1: because bass care. do that too he has a they, they have an unusual body shape they do their, their texture on the outside and how they just kind of drift through the, through the ocean so the weird adaptations. I'm gonna throw that out there okay. The unusual adaptations are what attracts me to an animal
0: okay so you like a grouping of animals I like sharks And you started off with it, which just shows that they're the best anyway, um, because they fit every category, and they do everything amazing. And even though I'm landlocked in Illinois, everybody who listens to this from now until eternity will always hear something about a shark, because I will scream it loud that they are amazing animals, and you can enjoy your weird adaptations, because there's lots of things with those that's pretty cool, but So what it
1: sounds like, folks, is that we've got our first challenge here, (laughs) and... challenge Renee to come up with a connection to sharks in our topic.
0: Okay, uh, challenge accepted. I will Perfect. connect sharks to anything. I will find a way to do so, and um, if I fail at that, I will challenge you back, Christy, to put a weird adaptation in somewhere for something that we're learning about. Ah,
1: I like that idea. Touche. Sounds good.
0: All right, then let's get started. Okay, so today's call um, is all about COVID-19 and its changing impact on us as humans and the impact that having on us is having on the world's habitats at large. And some say viruses are still pretty cool. So, one fact that I found that was pretty interesting regarding nature was noise pollution. And what is kind of neat about us sheltering in place is that soundscapes are changing. And soundscapes are, for those that don't know, are sounds that are heard in a particular location considered Screaming as a whole. Children. Screaming children. is a soundscape, that's good. Or- <laughs> Um, Cars going by is a soundscape, or sitting and listening to ocean waves is a soundscape, for sure. Um, But the one thing that people are noticing more, and it's even something that was trending on Twitter a couple weeks ago, is our birds louder? And so, since it's spring migration currently, right now where we are in the northern hemisphere, there are more birds around, but without those cars, and maybe screaming children outside, and (laughs) planes going overhead... Birds are seemingly louder because there's more of them, and they don't have to compete with us yelling out our windows or walking or talking or anything else. So that's kind of neat to hear. It's very. I will say I have
1: certainly noticed that. I have a uh, locust tree right outside my bedroom window, and it feels like he's screaming at me, a cardinal, every (laughs) single morning, which is fantastic.
0: Oh, that's nice. I've got a robin, not brightly colored like yours, but he likes to wake me up in the morning, and I keep imagining that Mary Poppins scene where she's singing and and having a great time. And I'm thinking, gosh, I wish we did have a spoonful of sugar to make this medicine of staying home go down. That'd be nice. That Well, be,
1: open uh, your window tomorrow and see what happens.
0: <laughs> I think I might pass. It's supposed to rain. So that would be a different kind of soundscape as rain pelts in. And then my screaming ah. continues, and then the birds cannot be heard. So if the birds are louder, um, there's always something that's the opposite, right? And so this fun fact is the oceans are actually quieter now. Um, and this happened... Last time around 2001, with some um, researchers who were doing Canada's Bay of Fundy, they were doing research listening to marine life and all that they were making in their soundscapes, bubbles, calls of whales, shrimp crackling, they were listening closely, but at that time there was something that happened in North America where ship traffic stopped, and they found that over the course of just a few quieter days in the waters, the right whales in the experience of their experiment actually dropped their stress-level hormones, so, ambient noise from ships and other maritime traffic can increase stress level hormones in marine creatures. And whales, though, are like too tough. So this is kind of your weird facts. So maybe you'll like whales, Christy. They can actually okay. stop their singing when big ships that are loud come by, and kind of like put themselves on pause, and then start singing their songs when the ships go away. They're like not going to compete with that at all. They're not even gonna. They're not even gonna try. So with the so ocean, I do
1: have one very important. Question. Oh,
0: okay. Let's do this
1: are right whales yes are there left
0: whales no (laughs) (laughs) there are not left whales I
1: know I'm not the only one who is thinking that question
0: (laughs) you are not the only one I'm sure who's thinking that question but I will tell you that um sharks like to swim with whales sometimes they'll you know be in the same habitat as whales so there's your little shark sometimes we don't like Uh to focus on that but yes and I will say that there are orcas who do like to nibble on sharks so you know, circle of life. Um, okay. I will say that with the oceans quieter and the birds louder, I hope that the whales are having lower stress hormones right now and are just sitting there together <laughs> as they're doing their migration because now it's time for the humpback migration as well. And I wonder if they're singing more to each other or if they're just enjoying the quiet like some of us are. I mean, you did talk about your birds out your windows. It is nice to just hear some quiet.
1: Wow. Well, I haven't experienced that in the last couple <laughs> weeks or so since been, being home. Uh, my four-and-a-half-year-old is full of energy and loves to talk. And so I have not experienced that as of yet. But I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so well,
0: I will tell you that with mine being older, that yes, it may be quieter, but sometimes the quieter is more sinister. So oh. as much as I enjoy the quiet, <laughs> when you don't always know what's going on, it can be a little bit more Fair enough. A eyebrow razor to say the least. So, fair
1: enough. Uh, very interesting. So, you you challenged me to to come up with some ideas, some facts, some uh, thoughts, if you will, about COVID nineteen and viruses. And I will say it was very challenging to come up with some positives. But believe it or not, there is a woman who has made it her life's work to dispel the myths of viruses and to tout the awesomeness of them. And uh, I'm sure there are many other uh, doctors out there who who love viruses, if that's a thing. For many reasons, this is just one person, one scientist I found. Her name is Marilyn Rusnik. I hope I'm not butchering that too much. And she is a virologist. And um, she wants people to know that viruses are cool. And to understand that, yes, there are some bad viruses out there, um, like our current uh, pandemic. But there are other viruses going on right now with inside your body that help you to survive. So does everybody know what mucus is? I
0: okay. don't think you're going to get an answer. <laughs> but yes, yes, those who are here with you do know what mucus is.
1: Awesome. So mucus <laughs> is all inside your body in various places. Well, mucus, I learned have these bacterial phages in them um, and they are basically viruses that infect and destroy specific bacteria. Hmm. So especially like in your mouth, there are viruses that destroy things like dysentery, sepsis, salmonella uh, inside your body right now.
0: Okay, so wait a second. So the weird little picture we see that everybody seems to throw a graphic up of what the coronavirus looks like. You're saying that's the bacteriophage is that Um,
1: uh, well i i cannot speak to COVID itself but inside of our bodies there are little viruses that are grouped together as a bacteriophage okay and um they attack the bad stuff that's good so viruses can help us to survive and there have been many plants and a lot of crops uh, that are grown in our backyards that also have viruses within the seed, and these viruses are good for the plant because they have transmitted drought and cold tolerant genes into those plants.
0: That's awesome. So,
1: uh, and they've found that sometimes these seeds that have these specific viruses in them lay dormant for many years until the conditions are right, and then they sprout. And there's still a lot unknown about these types of plant viruses. So. If you're looking for a new project or you're going to college and you need to do your doctoral or your uh, master's and you you need a topic, that might be the direction to go in. Um, One other very cool thing that I want to mention about Dr. Marilyn here is she wrote a book. A book. Hmm. I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. And it's my favorite kind of book. It has lots of pictures in it.
0: Is it a comic Uh, book or is it a graphic novel?
1: It's not a graphic novel, but what it what it's called is, and again, you can find this on Amazon, uh, it's called Viruses, an Illustrated Guide to 101 Incredible Microbes. Cool. And um, what she's done is she has taken pictures of these different viruses and magnified them exponentially so that we can see them um, on the pages and their bright, brilliant colors, their unique shapes, and then each virus is explained on the page. So... Um, Kudos to this woman, Marilyn Rusnick, for trying to change our minds about something that has been nothing but negativity so far. And, um, you know, hopefully we can learn a little bit more and understand how potent viruses can be.
0: That is pretty positive. I don't think we've heard a spin like that about COVID at all, let alone any other virus, let alone knowing it might be in our backyard, let alone on a plant that we might enjoy. That's pretty awesome. Let alone? Let alone. Let alone pretty awesome. So... (laughs) More okay, good news. We, we got five, let alone. We got five, let alone. So, th- you know, that is, that is a high scale indicator of something that is unique and positive, and we need all the positive we can get. Um, something else that's positive that's happened with viruses, in particular this one, as we humans are hanging out inside, um, emissions are going down outside. We always are hearing that emissions are too high, and you've probably seen pictures of China and India with these brilliantly blue skies that are something that have not been seen because of the air pollution and the air quality that they've suffered for many years. But being inside and not using their vehicles and other machinery has increased the air quality so that it's that nice clear color that we see. And encouragingly, this pandemic could result from some research projects down to a 5.5% drop in worldwide carbon emissions. And so that's good. And the U.S. Energy Information Administration says that the country's emissions, just ours, from gas and energy could decrease by 7%, which is close to what the United Nations is asking us to do to reduce our emissions to about 7.6% each year. So it might be a forced (laughs) compliance, um, something we don't like, but it is helping the environment. The only thing is it's temporary. Um, Of course, if we are all able to drive around and everything like that, it will go back up. But it can show that we can get in that direction and we can start making a positive change for the planet just by staying home or maybe walking more. Like, I found that I'm walking a lot more. I don't know if you are doing that, Christy, if you're enjoying your neighborhood.
1: Well, and every little bit helps. Um, I was watching um, on Nat Geo last night about uh, wonderful Jane Goodall and her mission (laughs) to um, her Roots and Shoots program that she has. And she kept just sort of stating this fact that, you know, it doesn't matter – What size of effort you're making? As long as you're making an effort, right? Even if it's temporary or small, every little bit helps. So you know, maybe we start with the seven percent today, Uh and we see that we can survive with certain things. And next year, maybe not as great a decrease, but a decrease nonetheless. And we start making those changes.
0: And that's a great idea. I also um, like the way that you said that—that every little bit helps. That everybody can do something. Um, I know that my dogs are personally happier because I'm taking them for walks <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> and when we do make those small changes, you know, it might not seem huge in the grand scheme of things, but it reminds me of a story, again, about the ocean because I love them, and that's where sharks live, um, of a boy and his
1: <laughs>
0: a boy and his father were walking along a beach with a whole bunch of sea stars that had gotten washed ashore. And there were just so many, and as they were walking along, the boy would periodically stop and pick one up and throw it back into the ocean. And the dad looked at the son and said, why are you you doing that? Why are you only picking a few, and why are you wasting your time? And he said, the little boy looked up at his dad, and sometimes these kids are so much smarter than we are, and just said with great wisdom, that is quotable, and that's why I'm saying it, he basically said, it might not make a difference to all of them, but it made a difference to that sea star. So just remember that we can do... So just, just just a reminder that we all can do something. And that was more a reminder to Christy, since you have a little one in the house, that sometimes there is some wisdom coming from that generation. But um, we all can do our part. And and this is by no means something that we aren't going to end and we're not going to get through. And was one of the reasons we wanted to reach out to you in this podcast. It's our first one. But we wanted to have a little call with you and get to know our community better and find out what you guys want to talk about. So... Um, Christy, is there anything else you want to say about COVID? No, I think everybody's sick <laughs> of
1: hearing about COVID at this point.
0: Very true. So very true. So we got to find some more. Moving on by we, we will be definitely moving on. Thanks for listening today. If you have an idea or topic you would like to talk to us about or ask us to talk about, whether it's a weird animal adaptation that Christy can definitely work on, or some cool shark fact you want to share with me, um, you can email us at redoak@fvpd.net. at fvpd.net. Again, that's red oak at F as in Fox, V as in Valley, P as in Park, D as in district.net to share your thoughts. Have a good rest of your day and be well. Intro and outro music Carpe Diem by Kevin MacLeod. Thank you for listening.